Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. The Green Path Podcast is kindly sponsored by Sustonica, the first sustainability certification for vacation rentals that audits homes on their environmentally friendly setup, installs smart measuring tools for water, gas and electricity, and offers an iPad for guests to see their real-time consumption levels. Learn more at sustonica.com. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Green Path Podcast. Today my guest is the founder of an important initiative and given the tourism industry's impact on the climate, a very important one. While other sectors were forming their climate emergency declarations, my guest thought that we'd better do it too. Today I'm chatting with Jeremy from Tourism Declares Climate Emergency because it is an emergency. Hello Jeremy, how are you? Deborah, hello there. Very well, thank you much. Thank you very much for coming along today. Jeremy, can you please explain to us what is this, uh, the, the declaration, what is this climate emergency declaration, tourism declares, what is it all about? It is an ever-growing effort to bring together all different parts of our remarkably complex sector in tourism to find out how we can play our different parts, our different roles, collaborate, share best practice and work together to both reduce emissions across the board around, you know, in order to make less impact on climate change and also to prepare our businesses and our destinations for the changing climate in which we live. Mm-hmm. So is this declaration, is this a document? Is this like a, a policy de- that we sign up for? The declaration is where it began. It began in January 2020 with 14 tour operators from around the world posting a declaration, very much a document, as you said, on their 14 websites declaring that they declared a climate emergency and committing to make a series of actions. That those actions were that they first of all declared that this was an emergency then once you commit to it being an emergency you say it changes the way you treat something you know you you treat a fire very differently from you you know treat a slow piece of mold Mm. it's a slightly different way of behaving um to commit to publishing a plan a climate action plan which is absolutely essential that rather than just saying oh i think we should do something to actually say no no we're going to make this part of our strategy we're going to come together write it down be transparent and share it to commit that that plan would be not just based in sort of it would be nice to do, but based in an understanding of science and one's impact. And you know, the bigger the impact you have on the climate, the more you're going to need to do. And then finally, the last two was to commit to collaborating, to commit to not making this a piece of competition, but sharing ideas, sharing best practice and to um, advocating to just saying it's all very well. I've done it, but I've got to go out and bring in more people because 
It's great that one do it. It's great that 14 started, but we need more and more. So that's where it began. And then it's grown over the following two, three years now, starting out as the Tourism Declares a Climate Emergency Initiative, growing and growing and getting support now from the United Nations World Tourism Organization, the United Nations Environment Programme, and the Travel Foundation, so that what started as a grassroots initiative by volunteers, which launched two months before COVID began and then became something built through the concept, you know, the whole initial lockdowns, is now a UN-mandated thing that was launched at the Glasgow Climate you know, COP last year in Glasgow, and so has now become the Glasgow Declaration, what's it called? <laughs> the Glasgow Declaration for Climate Action in Tourism, mm-hmm. um, which takes the same principles as I just laid out of publishing a climate action plan, of doing all these things, and puts it inside of a sort of UN mandated thing. We now see 700 or more organizations of every scale from a one person consultant up to national tourism bodies and everything in between making that same declaration. And the declaration being the first thing, what matters is what we do subsequent to making the commitment. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a right back to a property manager that wants to do something positive. And they don't, yeah. they're not really sure. They're, they're, they've gotten rid of the single-use plastics at home. They're considering solar panels. If they come to you, what do they get or what do they have to do if, they, if they're not sure of what they should do? Um, on the assumption that they're a registered business, because just from a bureaucratic perspective, they need to be a registered business rather than someone just sort of, you know, opening the door to the house, um, they can sign the Glasgow Declaration, sign up with through Tourism Declares, particularly sign the Glasgow Declaration. That then commits them to publishing a climate action plan for their business within 12 months. And do you help with that, though? We help in the sense that we bring them into a community we share, who are also publishing their climate action plans. If you think that 12 months ago, the first 300 founder signatories came on board with the Glasgow Declaration, building on the several hundreds that were tourism declares. So whereas when this all began, there weren't really anywhere. There was no, nothing to look at. You mm. can now see, you know, I'm not sure how many, but multiple. increasingly there will soon be multiple hundreds of examples of climate action plans of what this accommodation provider, what this tour operator, what this you know, uh, vacation rental business, how they are trying to address the climate emergency, which will give you ideas and examples. We are providing more and more content over the coming weeks and months, supporting people in guidance around measurement, guidance in what they can do. It's an ongoing, growing thing, but it's, that's not me saying we're not providing it, but rather than providing support, but rather than saying this isn't about being centralized. This is the opposite. This is about being distributed. We all have to find our place and our role in it. And we want to learn from people what their challenges are mm. to support them mm. in finding the best things to do. Mm-hmm. So I suppose, uh, I think I've seen on your website that you, you are a community. And I did see what I thought were like blog posts. So it is like a resource. So you can go on there and you can read. Plus, I did see the, the page uh, of all the, the plans, of all the different companies and all the plans. So you're right. You're not alone. If you have to write a, a, an action plan, you've got plenty of resources to look at, to be inspired by. So I suppose coming on board, you, you, you sign up for this 12 months to actually take action. And you are part of a community where you do have support if you need it. You could reach out. 
to each other? I don't see why. I mean, yes, you could reach out to one another because anyone else who has made that connection, made that commitment, is going to be looking to support. I mean, that. So yeah, in principle, you could reach out. I mean, there isn't a, I, I don't use social media like that. So there isn't a yeah. Facebook group there to go and do it. Yeah. But there yeah. are ways, there are communities that we are involved with where people connect. And one of the things that has been most rewarding over the last two or three years is that the awareness that we're all in this together, the awareness that most of us are scratching our heads and going, how on earth do I do this? I mean, I'm not a trained climate scientist. I'm a writer and a journalist who has ended up being part of driving this forward because I wanted to do my bit about, you know, raising my voice mm. is that we all want, no one wants to win at the other person's expense when it comes to oh. the climate. You know, we all yeah. want to support one another because it doesn't mean anything if one of us gets there and the other one doesn't. It only matters if we all support each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and one one uh, quote I heard, I don't remember where I heard it, but, you know, the whole thing about an emergency. Well, if, it, if it's not now, then when? I mean, how bad does it have to get before we do something? And then is it too late? So, yes, right now is the time to be doing something. Yeah, I mean, anyone, both of us are sitting talking from our respective places in the south of France, southwest and southeast. You'll, if you were here this summer as I was, you'll know quite how hot it has got in the south of France. And it's not quite as much fun when my friends come in August and we spend three quarters of the day inside and it's still nearly 40 degrees, eight o'clock at night. It's not yes. quite what you're in the south of France for. Um, and if you're in Germany and the Rhine's dried up, that doesn't make for great you know, river cruises. And that's without before we spread across the rest of the world and the wildfires and the droughts and the, you name it. Mm. It's now. It's mm. not a risk that we need to prepare for. Mm. It's something that we'd have done really well to have put some preparation in 20 years ago. However, it's now. The more we do now, the quicker we do it now, the more we share with one another and get on with it, the better, the, not even the better prepared, but the better adapted we will be for what is happening around us and the less likely we are to make it that much worse, worse. Yeah. in years to come. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that I like about this is that it is the umbrella of tourism. So where we're looking at it, oh, the vacation rental industry, la, 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 la. No, it's, it's aviation. It's the tour operators. There are so many people that are obviously their businesses are affected by it. We're all affected by it. But other people, other industries are doing something about it. So we really do need to get behind it and join forces in this great umbrella of the uh, tourist um, action group. That's great. Really, really good. Now, yeah. um, is it uh, is there a fee to join or no? No, 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 no. no wish there was. I probably would have <laughs> had a little bit of money in my back pocket. Yeah. But no, no, it's, um, it's, the, it's a commitment to, to work, a commitment to get involved. But uh, you can't, you, a lot of the people who are suffering most are those least able to have the resources in order to to commit, and they shouldn't therefore have a barrier to benefiting because they can't afford the, you know some commitments and yeah. everything is free. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I actually think maybe there should be meetups or something so you know people can share. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> yes. So well, there uh, have been and there should be and there will be. And the point is, the, if, if people want to be having those meetups, yeah, please create them. Yeah. You know, yeah. just as there should be podcasts, and here there is. Yeah. So that's we all have our place to play. So that's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Um, so just so just to to wind up, not wind up, but to summarize. So as a property manager, I sign up. I sign up the Glasgow Declaration. 
yeah. and that says I'm going to do something in the next 12 months and put together my action plan. Is it put together my action plan or actually action the action plan within the 12 months? <clears throat> no one, there, there are however many million businesses of different shapes, sizes and forms across tourism. Okay. We don't need to create an infrastructure to monitor everyone, whether they behaved or not. What okay. we need is to encourage everyone to get involved and to move forward and to do their things. This should, if you, if you design something inside of your industry, inside of your business, share it with your teams, agree that's what you're going to work on. Mm -hmm. That's what you're there to do. And then report in and say, hey, we've published ours, here it is. People can then see it, people can review it. The point is you're supposed to then, every 12 months, update on progress uh -huh. your first climate action plan is a future forward document a future looking document here is what i hope to do here's what i intend to do mm -hmm. over the coming years you'll continue to say here is what i intend to do but also say and here's how we've done so far yeah no one gets chucked out for not doing as well as they'd hoped <laughs> we're all not doing as well as we'd hoped yeah, yeah. Every, the idea is that everyone can find a role of saying well, that's, you know, I'm not surprised you struggled with that one. We struggled with this one. But you know what? Then we were introduced to her and she showed us a brilliant way of doing X, reducing our energy emissions from this, connecting with this, planting, you know, that or yeah. that. Yeah. Because normally, and this is what we find, is the thing you're struggling with, your neighbour knows how to solve it. Mm -hmm. I think the big thing is you're not alone. And, yeah. and, and it is that signing that dotted line is a commitment and that there's that, you know, we're talking about taking small steps on the path. Well, this is really putting your foot down and saying, I'm going to do this. So, uh, yeah, that's a really uh, interesting thing to do. Sign on the dotted line and be committed. Yeah. And with a community behind you, why not? You're not alone. No. Yeah. I think that's great. So all I have to do is sign up on the website. You just go to, I'll, I'll hang on. We'll put the link. We'll put I'll put the link in the description below. We'll put the link in the description, the website from there. People can sign up there. It goes through the usual, you know, people checking that the signatures are real and all those sort of things. Yeah. Um, yep. And then and it in. begins. Then you're oh, in. Wow. Great. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap up now, but is there anything else that you might want to uh, uh, mention that we haven't touched on? No, I think you've done a really great introduction to what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we're not trying to make this complicated. We're trying to make this simple and collaborative. And I think you've got that across really well. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time, Jeremy. It's been really great learning about this, this great initiative. Brilliant. Thank you yeah. so much for the invitation, Deborah, and good luck with the rest of the podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and were at least a little bit inspired. If you'd like to catch up on the other episodes that you've missed, just head to thegreenpathpodcast.com. See you next time.